0: everybody and welcome to slash her a delusional look into the art of horror and all things spooky kooky and terrifying i'm adrian
1: and i'm stormy
0: and we are in week two of pound footage horror month um very excited for this week's entry into our library of movie discussions
1: this movie was so random i think (laughs) (laughs) i think i chose it I don't really remember.
0: (laughs) She was on the schedule. We figured this out.
1: (laughs) We don't know who put her there, (laughs) but she's there.
0: She was put there a few months ago, and we kind of just... We trusted our past selves in, you know, the biggest way possible. And we're like, let's just do Willow Creek. It's here. I don't remember talking about this movie ever, but she was here. So I feel like it's just fate. She just kind of popped up on our schedule out of nowhere. I
1: think (laughs) in the most, like... Delusional way ever I think when I mentioned this movie Because I'm pretty sure I'm the one That suggested this movie (laughs) But I'm pretty sure whenever I was suggesting this movie I was thinking of Wolf Creek Instead of Willow Creek But then you were like Yeah, that's great And I was like, okay And then we put it on the schedule And then we went to watch it And I was like, oh
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Wolf Creek is not a found footage film. Mm-mm,
1: but I remember Creek in my brain and I was like, wow, I love that Creek movie.
0: I feel like I feel like we were having a discussion about found footage. I think when we were planning out months, um, I don't even know when this was, probably like in May that we kind of did all the scheduling. And yeah. when we were discussing like found footage, like I remember like specifically saying I wanted to do stuff that wasn't maybe the most typical. Um, you know, when you think of found footage, you think of, you know, paranormal activity and, you know, so on and so forth, Blair Witch and whatnot. But I wanted to do, and film, but, like, I wanted to be different a little tiny bit. And I had never heard of, like, a Bigfoot found footage film before. So I was, like, really ex- excited when I, like, read, like, the premise of this movie. Because mm-hmm. it's, I love Bigfoot. I love cryptoids mm-hmm. And... I don't know. This movie was, like, right up my alley, I feel like.
1: Do you think would Bigfoot be your, like, favorite cryptid? Cryptid?
0: <gasps> cryptid?
1: Yeah. I think it's cryptid.
0: Oh, my goodness. I have no idea. I feel like he's, you know, daddy. He, mm-hmm. he runs the yard. He's the undertaker of, like, the cryptid world. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to, like, not respect him and like really really <laughs> he's a big boy in town <laughs> he is so it's like he's like he has to be like one of the faves i guess you can say mm-hmm. um yeah but he has to be one of the faves right but i mean beyond that i don't i don't know who would be your favorite cryptid um
1: so like top three and like mothman bigfoot and like Cthulhu.
0: Ooh, okay, yeah, Cthulhu's really cool.
1: Cthulhu's daddy? Uh, (laughs) I don't know why that made that so condescending. (laughs) Yeah, but I think Mothman's my favorite.
0: You know who is one of my favorite cryptids? Um, Is that, are we saying a right cryptid? I think it's cryptid. Well, one of my favorite cryptids is uh, the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, good old Nessie. Nessie. Is that a Scottish accent? No, (laughs) (laughs) she wasn't. I don't think (laughs) Nessie, right? Um, uh, I am too high (laughs) to answer. So, um, yeah, but Loch Ness Monster is a classic. I love the Scooby Doo movie when they go and find the Loch Ness Monster, it's one of my Mm -hmm. favorite Scooby Doo movies. Uh, and I just love everything about her. I love good Nessie, I believe that she's down there just hanging out, having a ball you know in her lake
1: so like would sirens be considered a cryptid are they
0: sirens huh
1: cuz then like there's vampires and like where's the line between cryptid and creature or are they the same thing and i'm just digging too deep
0: no i think sirens themselves i think they can't be cryptids i'm sure there's like stories and myth or like um sightings like of of a specific type of siren maybe Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like maybe the siren being and story that we know is like obviously like a fictional character but Mm -hmm. i'm sure there's been sightings of actual sirens and those sirens are cryptids but yeah i don't know i just love cryptids and i just love everything about them i wanted so desperately to go into cryptozoology for the longest time um uh, so I don't know. I was trying to like lean towards like anthropology and kind mm-hmm. of be you know you know stick to like the people and the cultures of the world, but like I was always like kind of wanted to use that as like a gateway into cryptozoology. Um, so I'm obsessed with them, and so this movie again I think is right up my alley. I enjoyed the hell out of it.
1: Yeah, um, Bigfoot's Big Feet. I don't know what multiple Bigfoot are called,
0: big, but they're big, big. F- Bigfoots. Bigfoot tie. big Bigfeets. Big, feets. big Biggies.
1: Bigfootins.
0: Big oh, I love Bigfootins.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I really that do love Bigfootins. That sounds like a footin.
1: cat's name. <laughs> You're my little Bigfootins.
0: <laughs> okay, you know what? Okay, we'll get back to Willow Creek once we get our main discussion going. Let's first kind of go over what's been spooking you lately so we can get into our main topic. Have you seen anything this week?
1: Yeah, so I watched Eight-Legged Freaks. It's from like 2002. Some young um, <laughs> oh David my- Arquette.
0: <laughs> the way you like leaned into <laughs> the word young was like so like sensual almost. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> mm. But yeah, he's very young in that movie.
1: Yeah, he's baby face. Um, And I was drunk. I don't know why I chose eight legged freaks. the best I, way to watch it, I think, dude, <laughs> I <laughs> watched that movie so often when I was younger, and i I'm so terrified of spiders, also same, but like, I also chose this movie, so I don't know if this movie's to blame for me <laughs> not liking um spiders i don't know that this movie is ridiculous they have um the spiders have emotions they literally like are like Like, making sad (laughs) sounds as they get fucking shot um like literally so harlan is like the quote-unquote crazy guy of the (laughs) Of the town, and he has this radio show where he rambles about like aliens and shit like this. And I was like, This is the most slasher pod (laughs) energy. (laughs) (laughs) He's running away at the end and he's like yelling at like 80 spiders. And he's like, You'll never get that anal probe in me. And I'm like, Fucking mood.
0: (laughs) Very us, dude.
1: The literally. I want everybody right now, as long as you're not driving, to go look at the like art to this movie. It's so campy, so ridiculous. It literally says, "Let the squash the squashing begin," <laughs> and it's like a lady, like <laughs> it's uh, ridiculous,
0: so ridiculous, dude. Uh, what about this movie? Do you think like drew us into it as kids, even?
1: Um. I don't know, honestly.
0: David Arquette, maybe? Because Scream really was, like, everything to me. Yeah, I don't
1: think I ever made, like, that connection. Like, I never really cared to, like, know who an actor was until I got older. So I don't think for me that would be a reason. I think I really just liked Campy before I knew what Campy was. Yeah. (laughs) And it's such a silly movie.
0: Oh, yeah, she was a blast back in the day. I haven't seen it in a very, very long time. So I need to watch it. Now that you've seen it, I'm, like, motivated to watch it. Where is it, like, streaming?
1: Um, I think I watched it on Netflix, actually.
0: not <gasps> Netflix coming through. Well,
1: let me double check that. I'm going to say that then. Yeah, it's on Netflix right now. I don't know. I think she's fun. Like, who wouldn't want to see like the small mining town uh, get attacked by giant spiders where they're shooting them with giant guns and literally the spiders are like "Oh!" whenever they get shot and I'm like when did they develop emotion like I understand they grew like 400 times their size so maybe like little spiders make sad sounds when we squash them and we just can't hear it but this is too much <laughs> Like they had, they were picking people off. Like they had a fucking vendetta. So, like, they were obviously like crossed by these people. I.
0: So, spiders know when we killed their family and they're like waiting for the moment that they can come back and like make us pay.
1: He's like, just wait to like row 3,000 times the size <laughs> and I will eat your wiener dog.
0: Oh my God. I cannot. Dale, I need to rewatch that movie like immediately. Oh my God.
1: Please do so ridiculous. And tell me what you think about Harlan, because I feel like that's the most us broadcast there ever could be.
0: Okay, I love that. Okay, I love this journey we're going on today, and I'm definitely going to have to check her out immediately.
1: And then, other than that, all I watched, <laughs> all I watched was Hairspray.
0: <laughs> Same! So, Ugh, so good. That's a good movie, right? She's mm-hmm. kind of crazy, like, watching it now, but still, so amazing. She makes me laugh every time.
1: John Travolta dressed up as Miss Piggy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I caught it.
1: What's your favorite song?
0: Oh, uh, maybe the end number. Okay. I really, I find myself singing that one more often or also Baltimore Crabs. Oh, yes. That's probably one of my favorites as well.
1: Uh, I think Lady's Choice was one of my favorites. It's just so boppy.
0: It is very boppy. And Zac is very adorable in that movie.
1: Yes. Um, and like growing up, Hairspray was one of my favorites because it gave me hope. But <laughs> like, as the fat kid, the popular guy would choose me. And I mean, I'm forever stuck being the duff. But.
0: <laughs> oh, I hate that word.
1: Isn't it fucking awful?
0: It's disgusting.
1: I'm trying to reclaim it. It's not really worth <laughs> <that>. <laughs>
0: great i love i love it honestly truly okay work um yeah love hairspray though i oh, speaking of musicals though the only other thing that i watched this week beyond that was for the first time ever a nightmare before christmas or the nightmare before christmas
1: what do you mean for the first time ever
0: for the first time ever can you believe that and
1: that is quite literally one of my favorite movies
0: I have never seen it all the way through. I mean, you know, obviously the popular songs. um, And I think in vain of that, I don't know why my mind that just made me think, oh yeah, I know what the entire movie is about. I literally had no idea what the movie was about. So I have only ever seen, on Christmas and Halloween's obviously when they play it, I had only ever seen up to the what's this number. And like, I've never seen anything past that. And so, so
1: you literally missed the whole meat of the movie.
0: the rest of the entire yeah. movie. I've only ever seen like the first ten minutes. And I know obviously the most popular song from that musical or from that movie. And then I know the, what's this song because that's the only other song I've really ever heard. What's um, this What's this?
1: There's my shit everywhere. So like
0: so good. But like I knew nothing else, but I thought for some reason that I just knew what happened. And I like sat down for the first time <laughs> ever, watched it, and I was like, oh wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And then I found out that Kathleen uh, O'Hara is the voice of Sally, which I never knew. So Kathleen yeah, O'Hara continues right. to just be everything to me. um And I enjoyed it. So fun. So silly. I needed way more Oogie Boogie, though, for sure. I needed way more Oogie Boogie. um mm-hmm. But, you know, it was a good time. I enjoyed it. Such a good movie. Love that for us. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Let's just get into the main discussion so we can i don't know go
1: eat it's dinner time
0: hey everybody so if you're enjoying the podcast so far definitely look into giving us a rating it would be really really beneficial we're open to ideas and feedback it really goes a long way so go ahead and look into giving us a rating again we're on apple spotify podbean and many more places but for now let's go ahead and get back to the show Okay, we are back, and this week we are discussing Willow Creek, originally released on April 29th, 2013. I was not able to find any budget information on this movie, but it does have a runtime of one hour and 20 minutes. And it was, of course, directed by, and honestly, I am going to do my best, Bobcat Goldthweif is a director. Uh, Alexi Gilmore is Kelly, and Bryce Johnson is Jim. So Willow Creek, of course, follows two individuals, a couple, as they're making a documentary about Bigfoot. They're going, of course, to the famous uh, filming location of that one Bigfoot video (laughs) that everybody has seen. And they end up biting off way more than they can chew. Uh, So this was both of our first time watching this movie. Yeah, I yeah. So what did you think?
1: Nothing happened.
0: Yeah, you know what? I don't know if this is, it quite honestly might be maybe the most like simple movie we've ever talked about on the podcast. I'm not sure. I know we kind of were like really tough on VHS last week for its simplicity. But like even then, like it still had multiple stories. That, so there was different things to still talk about in those stories. Mm-hmm. I feel like this might
1: be our shortest episode yet because genuinely nothing happens like we meet this couple they go out on their little hike they go into a tent they hear some and then like the end
0: yeah it's very simple I honestly feel like with this movie I mean it definitely feels like it was like the perfect short film
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, and it feels like they did add on, like, the first 30, 35 minutes to just make it, like, a full feature film. Mm-hmm. And the first 30 minutes definitely feels very boring, I will say. Um, when it started and we were kind of getting some of their, like, documentary footage, I was like, oh, yeah, love it. It's very, um, you know, reminiscent of the Blair Witch Project. I uh, really like what they're doing. It's It feels like it's, you know paying homage, but, you know, being modern, it's in color. (laughs) Well, their documentaries in color. So it just felt fun and, like, really self-aware at the beginning, and I enjoyed that. But, I mean, they definitely drunk it out. Uh, But I think it helps the found footage aesthetic a whole bunch because, like, you know, if we're actually finding this footage, you know, majority of it probably will be this documentary stuff. So I don't, like, hate them for it, but it definitely isn't interesting.
1: Yeah, because I don't even think we gain, like, sometimes I feel like when we spend time with characters, when there's not a whole lot going on, it's meant for us to like build like a relationship with them. If that makes yeah, sense, like build a rapport, sure. make us really care about the characters, but mm-hmm. there's really nothing in this beginning part that makes you like want to see more of them as like, <laughs> shitty. <laughs> like uh-huh. as shitty as that sounds. Like there's oh, yeah. not anything there's, <laughs> In most movies I can find at least one character to cling to and like care for their well-being. But...
0: <laughs> but it's true. I don't like these two. They're very believable. They feel like a couple. They feel like a real um they feel like a real couple. They feel like real people. So they are fantastic and they're believable. They're just not the type of people I would hang out with, I guess.
1: And there's nothing that happens that makes us hate them either. Like, there's nothing that incites any type of emotion towards these two characters.
0: I'm just not vibing with their energy. (laughs) I'm not. But they're, again, believable. And they do fantastic. I think they're great characters for the setting and for the movie. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I don't find them interesting at all. But I really enjoy their dynamic. Obviously, like, they like to set up tension between them or between characters quite often especially when it's like a couple dynamic so there's definitely like some type of tension there because she wants to go off and you know go to LA and he's like so adamant about like expressing his hate for LA and you yeah, know, it feels believable but like I'm just like girls just leave them run <laughs> run to LA girl chase your dreams
1: yeah like even whenever they're having their passionate talks about where they want to go like There's not even anything that happens that makes you want to go like, oh, like they should be together. Like you're, it's genuinely like, we're like, okay, bitch. Like the whole first scene, I'm like, okay, okay. Like where, where's Big Daddy at? Like, why, why are we focusing on you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Some of the fun or some of the uh, documentary stuff though is pretty funny. um, The first woman that they encounter is so funny to me. She is. The star of the movie, um, because she makes me laugh a tremendous amount.
1: Yeah. Uh, That would be uh, the older lady that they end up uh, interviewing. That Mm -hmm. would be me, because she's just, she stares at the camera with like no care at all. And then she just looks up at him, like, Bitch, are we going to do this? Or (laughs) (laughs) she has no time for, she has nothing else to do, but she also has no time for his nonsense.
0: I love her though. She makes me laugh, and we get a moment that I honestly feel like was like a real thing. Like they just ran into this guy, and they just let him do this, and they kept it in the movie because they needed a runtime that made it a full film. Uh, but the guy with like the uh, harmonica and he's playing. <laughs>
1: he was definitely just like standing on a corner nearby. they fucking recording, <laughs> and they're like you know what, bring it in honestly he's a vibe though um he's living his best life out like his rock star dreams in these mountains
0: (laughs) (laughs) it is so hilarious do you also know that this movie was shot in like five days which is very believable
1: (laughs) yeah because why did it take them that long because this feels like it could have been done two days Yeah, like after school and work. (laughs) You know what I mean? In their
0: free time, they could have made this movie.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying she's Oh, no,
0: I love this movie. I love it so much. I I did not think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. Um, But, yeah, I mean. Just a simple Simon. She's just so simple. Simple, simple Sally is so simple. But... I really do love when we get into like the meat of everything and we get into the actual horror of the entire movie because that's really where this movie shines. It's so well done. Um, it causes so much tension and dread to be built up. Um, and it's fantastic because once they like do the whole interviewing, they interview the whole town, and you know we get their dynamic. You know she also really doesn't believe in Bigfoot, and when she first said that, I was like immediately like, okay, then why the fuck are you here?
1: <laughs> to make him happy.
0: Okay, but like if you want to do that, then don't go on the trip, and then like just also remind him, him yeah. how stupid this is to you the entire time. Don't do that. If you want to support him, then just shut up, girl. Support him. Just support him. <laughs> Yeah, because like it's just like don't constantly, you're constantly talking about how you hate Bigfoot. And I was like, girl, you're asking to be killed by Bigfoot at this point. Like, take a chill pill. It's not that big of a deal. It's a think of it as like a beautiful hiking experience with the love of your life and not being like, but Bigfoot's stupid every 10 minutes.
1: I wonder if Bigfoot is like, so you know, the more you talk about skin crawlers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the more you attract that type of energy and, like, they start showing up more in your, like, timeline and, like, supposedly in your life. But, um. So I wonder if Bigfoot is the same. Like, if you give them that energy, they're more likely to show up. Because right. I feel like that's exactly what she's doing by being like, you know what, fuck Bigfoot. And then a Bigfoot in the distance is, like, yeah.
0: <laughs> she's welcoming that energy. <laughs> right oh my goodness
1: but why do they hoot
0: i get that's very interesting so i mean because like like, they're not monkeys right
1: like they don't have like what is bigfoot you know what i mean because like it's a man but like it's not a man bear but it's also not a man monkey
0: i mean that's kind of i guess why it's a cryptid it's kind of its own being its own species its own I
1: i figured there was some type of like mix you know what i mean
0: yeah, but yeah, I I don't know about the hooting. I uh, when it comes down <laughs> to like my uh, to my Bigfoot knowledge, like it's more of like the general media consumption of Bigfoot. You know, I've seen mm-hmm. you know some of those specials that are on TV. I've you know watched a few YouTube videos, mm-hmm. but I haven't like done like a whole bunch of research about Bigfoot. And like the main character in this movie definitely is like the opposite of that, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, He's not like a casual Bigfooter. He is like the real deal. He is all about Bigfoot. Um, He, of course, brought his girlfriend here. She would like to say dragged, uh, but he brought his girlfriend here and he's just like really passionate. So Jim loves Bigfoot. He knows like these things that Bigfoot's doing to them in the middle of the night um, because he's, I guess, researched him. More than I have, at least. So I'm not, I didn't know about the hooting and the knocking, none of that. I just, I wasn't aware.
1: I wasn't aware.
0: So this was just very interesting to me. It felt like, I don't know. It was such a good movie to me, truly. Once we get past the documentary stuff, which is fine at first, but like.
1: Once we're inside the tent and shit's going down.
0: Right. Well, when they're first in the woods by themselves, like that's really when it starts. And that's kind of when the movie begins for me. Um. Because, like, immediately it just feels really tense. Like, they're alone in the woods. And being alone in the woods is quite honestly, like, one of the scariest things in the world to me. Um, Just because it's frightening. Like, you really don't know. And the possibility of being lost is very high. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so easy to get lost when everything almost looks the same.
1: Yeah, the beginning part where they're, like, talking about the documentary, it almost feels like a really long, like... You know the section of movies where they show, like, starring this person, this person, and written by this person, this person. Like, the pre-credits, I guess? (laughs) Is that what it's called?
0: The opening credits.
1: Opening credits. (laughs) The pre-credits. Wow. We love that. I'm tired. (laughs) It it feels like the opening credits. And like you said, the movie starts whenever they end up in the woods.
0: Yeah. I mean, they definitely at least, like, set the groundwork, I definitely get it we get to we know who these characters are by the time they get into the woods um but that's really when it really does start so they're you know walking around they find a creek because i mean they're looking for the site for this documentary and i i don't know i guess we never really like learn if he's like i don't think he's a college student like i don't i guess he's just doing this for the passion of it all so good for you sir
1: He probably wants to like get his own AT and T show, like finding Bigfoot, and this is his entry into the studio. This is my this is my passion project. Please give me funding so I can do this for a living.
0: Honestly, he is grinding, and I'm all about it. We also get a very nice shot of his derriere in this movie. Um, A great a great time for us for sure because we found footage. You know, we're getting the zoom-ins all the time, so it's nice to have it be a nice man-ass.
1: Yeah, we had so many titties last week that it's nice to see some ass. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it was nice to see some We did see some ass in VHS, though, right? We did see some man-ass there, too.
1: Yeah, when they were sexually assaulting the succubus.
0: (laughs) The um, uh, found footage loves sexy camera shots, for sure. But yeah, so they're in the woods, you know, they're, they, after the whole creek thing, they have to kind of set up for the night, obviously, we gonna be British every second.
1: <laughs> obviously.
0: So they're setting up, obviously, camp at this point after, you know, they start their journey into the woods to try to find Willow Creek. And, I mean, this is where we get really, honestly, probably, you know, the essence of the movie, what everybody, I'm sure, talks about, what everybody, I'm sure, highly recommends when they're, uh, or what everybody, you know, hypes up when they're recommending this movie to their friends. Mm-hmm. Like, we get to the 18-minute one-shot, I guess you could say, tent scene, which is probably, honestly, one of the most, like, intense movie-watching experiences for me. It was, like, really intense. I was, like, really, like, I, it was hard for me to breathe watching this entire scene, I will say.
1: And so the tent? Yes. It's just because the entire, it's the anticipation. Yeah. I'm just waiting for Bigfoot to come barreling through this flimsy little Walmart tent.
0: Yeah, very that, dude. Two minutes into this fucking shit, I was like, oh, he's going to come and just fucking rip him apart. I already know it. And then fucking 16 minutes later, we're in the exact same position. And my fucking heart is fucking falling out of my ass crack. And I'm just like, I can't fucking breathe watching this it was so intense yeah because the entire time you just want them to turn off the light i'm like just turn off the fucking light go to sleep that's just... all we
1: kept saying turn off the light
0: go to sleep i was like go to sleep just go you're to sleep you're
1: drawing the his attention <laughs> but what, i'm also the type of person that like one time i woke up with my lights on because the fucking my daughter's imaginary friend is actually a demon and i just back. She's not welcome here. She knows it. Anyhow, uh I woke up with my light on, and I just rolled over and went to sleep. So, like, that's the energy I bring to the table is, like, turn the fucking light off and go back to bed. Just ignore it.
0: Me, but too. They <laughs> I'm definitely that same energy. I'm like, just ignore it. Go to sleep. Just forget about it. But they... Well, Jim, for sure, is, like, very adamant. He obviously wants to interact with Bigfoot in any way possible. That's his main goal. Um, And it gets unbearable for Kelly, especially after this tent scene. Like, she's really over him the next morning. Uh, But in the tent, he's, like, very attentive to everything that Bigfoot is doing. Well, we're to assume it's Bigfoot, I guess. We don't really know for sure, but it's Bigfoot. Uh, But, yeah, he's very attentive to everything that Bigfoot's doing, and he is analyzing it and I'm sure Bigfoot knows that they're paying attention to them. And it's frightening really, if you think about it, like it's very unnerving. I mean, it starts simple, just the, you know, the knocking. And I mean, if you're in the middle of the woods by yourself in your tent and you just hear like a loud knocking in the distance, I mean, what really do you do in that situation?
1: Uh, there's fight or flight or fold. And I choose fold. Go to sleep yeah
0: or yeah like pop several melatonin and just
1: (laughs) several melatonin i don't want to be conscious when i die okay
0: right i'm just gonna close my eyes and i'll wake up who knows where but i just don't want to be aware of what's going on right so yeah but i mean if you were to choose fight what the fuck do you do
1: Mm, grab his nipples and pull his heart as hard as you can. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> Just start having ravenous sex on camera. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> um. So speaking of that.
0: <laughs> well, speaking of what?
1: <laughs> Sleeping with Bigfoot. There. <laughs>
0: I, it's a hard pass it's a hard pass for me sweetie but you know
1: no i was gonna talk about the tech talk that you we posted on the slasher page a while ago and it's just oh one my god. the one girl talking about like oh my god like what would you do if like a Bigfoot <laughs> just came and started fucking me and adrian's like why is this being stormy and i'm like i watched it no i was like wait what <laughs> <laughs> here I am six months later like so are you gonna fuck me or not
0: <laughs> oh my god well again probably a hard pass for me um especially after this movie I'm just not interested
1: I don't know <laughs> so in my head this is what I picture is an Eiffel Tower of <gasps> a big footing <sighs> and But, like, it's just the hooting in the background.
0: (laughs) I am tuning out of this
1: conversation. (laughs) No. You made me talk about eating ass in the 13th ghost house. That's
0: different. For
1: 45 minutes. We can talk about (laughs) Bigfoot dick for five.
0: Okay. So, no, I don't... I don't think I could take a Bigfoot dick. I'm not going to try to take a Bigfoot dick. I would be very... I would be very interested in seeing somebody trying to take a bigfoot dick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So
0: you know, but that's I I mean, because it just it's um it just seems, you know, just very interesting to me. But you know, it's not my cup of tea. Right. But I'm sure Bigfoot tickets is great.
1: Why does it sound like you're trying to find a way to like turn Bigfoot down right now? You're <laughs> like, I'm sure you're somebody's cup of tea. Don't worry, it's not you, it's me.
0: Uh, <laughs> but I think it's probably because I feel like Bigfoot's real. You know what I'm saying? I so really if, do have a strong. I mean, belief. so is
1: Matthew Lillard. <laughs> <He talked about> <laughs> <us>. <laughs> well,
0: because I mean, uh, I think of Bigfoot is real in my mind. Um, uh-huh. So I, I don't know. I really wouldn't really want to fuck. A an beast an like yeah. that? Yeah, like an yeah, animal yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But in a fictional sense, in the movie Bigfoot world, I mean, I'm sure he could, he could go, but it's probably still new for me. I honestly, when it comes down to like xenomorph and predator fucking and all of that, I'm like very like, mm, sure, mask uh-huh. on. Maybe if I could put like a sack on Bigfoot's face or something and, you know, shave the rest of them down.
1: Um, <laughs> shave
0: him <them> down. <laughs> maybe at that point. I'm I'm sure. So you're having. So he's a man. You're having ravenous sex with Bigfoot. I'm assuming. (laughs) Is that where this is going? The most judgmental (laughs) I
1: have ever experienced on my own podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not.
0: (laughs) I feel so bad for Bigfoot now.
1: Why? Because we're both turning him down.
0: Oh, so you are turning him down.
1: Yeah. I, uh, yeah. No. So, do comes think up to I you would. at a bar. Okay.
0: And you're like, no. After a couple of shots, you're gonna be like, after a couple shots, I would. Be, <laughs> anything is anything is on the table after a couple of shots. So if he's buying me shots for sure, if he comes in like a little suit and tie. <laughs> okay. And he's supplying a whole bunch of like. A vodka into my system then mm-hmm. we're going back to the hotel baby we're gonna have a good time i will make sure he showers first for sure but yeah yeah after a couple of shots uh, hmm. i'm just thinking about now i'm just thinking about times at the bar after a couple of shots okay. I, like, uh, <laughs> I feel like Blanche ever there for a second like a like a passionate <laughs> growl just escaped my body
1: so like if if I ran into Bigfoot and he takes me for some moonshine that him and the brothers No,
0: you taking <laughs> him straight to moonshine does it give you, you that energy?
1: Not, well yeah, I mean what else? I guess you can make like mash in the woods but I'm oh, trying to figure oh. out like what he could ferment out in the woods.
0: What do you think he would do if he was like integrated into society? I definitely feel like Bigfoot has like a lumberjack vibe. Like I feel like that's what they're they would be. Honestly, that'd be kind of evil though right making them cut down trees because like that's where they are from
1: i think they would be uh technologies the devil and like uh commercialism is bad and stuff like that so i feel like it'd really be torturous for us to integrate them into the system but for like fun i would imagine it being like george in the jungle
0: Hmm, interesting. Because this movie also, like in this town that they're in, there's like a mural of like a Bigfoot creature being integrated into society
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it like being put to work. And uh Kelly at one point even like raises the question of like shows that why they probably avoid people. Um so I mean, like who's to say maybe they were a part of society at some point, you know, who really knows? I mean, do you really believe in Bigfoot? I do, yeah. I do believe in Bigfoot. I do believe in at least like a Bigfoot creature. Because there are some instances in some of these stories of like Bigfoot sightings where like, there's some believability there. Like, I believe these people when they see things. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that there is a type of Bigfoot creature for sure. Like, there has to be. Because, like, there can't be so many similar stories and there not be some type of truth to them. But I know mm-hmm. people, it's so easy for people to just say, oh, they're crazy and just move on. But I definitely, I mean, I definitely get a sense of some believability in these stories. So I definitely believe in Bigfoot as a whole.
1: It's kind of like... um like the like think about the ocean we haven't explored like even a small portion of the ocean and we don't know what's out there so and like it's not like we have explored every single inch of our mountainous areas at all times you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so like why is it I don't think it's that far like that unbelievable or that hard to believe or that far-fetched for us to think that like there's a species in the woods that we haven't discovered.
0: Right. And that's kind of the conversation that Kelly and Jim have as well. Cause Kelly's like very adamant to being like, they've never found any type of like, you know, fossil record of a Bigfoot type creature. Like how have we never seen a Bigfoot creature? Like did there, nobody stumbled across a dead body. Like she's like, how have we never seen these things? Like full, like full force, like actual proof. Right. So, which is, you know, fine. Obviously. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. So if you want to go based off of proof, then I mean, I don't think you're, you know, the bad person for doing that. But I mean, like Jim raises some very good points, obviously, that I kind of kind of gravitate towards. Like, which I also don't think he's wrong at all in saying, you know, there are species that are discovered every day that there's no trace of constantly. And if these creatures are um, as intelligent or as mobile as people kind of come to think of them as being... Then I mean it's probably easy for them to avoid us. So I mean it's I mean again I don't think either one of them are wrong. But again, if you're coming to hang out with your boyfriend who's really into Bigfoot, like don't be so mean just about play it to along. Him. Yeah, because I think I mean I agree with both sides. Like I definitely understand where they're both coming from. But yeah, play along. Just go along with it. Go get some dick in the woods and have a good time.
1: Honestly, fucking in the woods sounds great. So
0: So hot. Until Bigfoot comes and starts throwing things at your tent.
1: He's just hooting in the background.
0: Okay, but yeah, back to that tent scene. Back to the movie, I guess. Um, Yeah, that tent scene's so good. And it starts very simple. Like I said, it starts with the knocking. And then from the knocking, we kind of go into the hooting. And, like, it kind of gravitates from there. And these sounds get closer. And it's just, like, genius what they do with the audio. And we had our uh, speakers in our living room turned up like so high and mm. it was like so scary. Like every time it got closer, it was so frightening and it was just amazing. And Kelly's there freaking out. She does a fantastic job. The actress does because she's like freaking out. And like, I definitely understand where she's coming from. There's one point where she does try to ignore it and go to sleep and then I forgot what happens next, but obviously it was a hoot to knock. And she like immediately like rises up from, the, <laughs> from her slumber because she wasn't asleep, obviously. So it was just like, it was really great. It was really believable. Jim, honestly, he is so stone-faced that entire tense scene. Like he like gives no emotion. But <laughs> like, he is just like so intent in like listening to everything, which makes sense for his character, I guess. Uh, but it's fucking terrifying. And at one point they even hear like whimpering. Or what sounds like a woman like making noises and crying out for help, uh and so they're like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, it's believably Bigfoot, or it's believable to be some type of like Bigfoot creature. And to that point, it's like, "How did they? How does it make that type of sound?" Yeah. Um, so it's fucking creepy. And at that point, even I was like, "Is it Bigfoot, or is this going to turn into like some type of supernatural thing?" I was trying to figure out like what they were doing because I mean, it's all believable under the Bigfoot umbrella until you kind of hear like that whimpering. Cause you never really hear stories about like hearing something like that. At least I have it.
1: Yeah. I think I kind of just like write it off how that's kind of just something that kind of happens in nature, especially with predators as they know how to like draw their prey out. Cause like coyotes, I mean, growing up where we did dealing with coyotes, um, I mean, they can sound like a screaming woman when there's a pack of them. And that's what they draw people out, right. <laughs> not people, but so, I mean, I, it's not that far fetched in my brain. I always kind of just write it off as like, maybe that's what they're doing to try and draw them out of the tent.
0: Right. That's where I was also kind of leaning with it as well. We do kind of get an answer with it though later, which I think is a lot more frightening Um But, yeah, so it kind of leads into that as well. But, yeah, it gradually gets more intense and, like, you're waiting the entire time for Bigfoot to come. And, like, I was literally so tense. Like, I am, like, not shitting when I say, like, I was, like, almost in pain with how, like, tensed up I was watching the scene. And, like, the first big scare, I guess you can say, which is so crazy to think about because it's something that's so simple. But when that I don't even know what it is, a stick, I guess, is thrown at the tent for the first time. and you know, Kelly screams, Jim freaks out, and I literally like screamed so loud. Like, I don't remember the last time I screamed while watching a movie. Like, yeah. I genuinely freaked out. It was so well done. It was such a good scene.
1: Yeah, I really enjoy the stretch of time that they spend in the tent, which I mean, thankfully, it's a good portion of the movie. <laughs> but yeah, I've never. I don't know. We talk about it fairly often, just like the fear of the unknown. Because, like, yeah, they're there, Bigfoot hunting, but like, they don't know that it's Bigfoot. You know what I mean? Like, it could, it could be, be a person. Yeah, it could. It be... could be a man
0: in a mask with a machete. So either way, it doesn't have to be Bigfoot, but it's still scary.
1: Right. Yeah, I really like that.
0: Because it could be anything. Imagination runs wild. That's where horror comes from is from the, the imagination so like you everything is running through your head and it, me, if i was in that tent like i i don't know girl i fold i'm <laughs> I, like i don't know what i would do it's so it could be literally anything and it could even i mean it could be something good it could be a friend coming to scare you or something like the best case scenario uh but it's so fucking scary as it gets closer it throws something at their tent it's running around their campsite it's you know moving the tent around and then that moment obviously where like it pushes into the tent is oh, like, that
1: was so fucking scary my heart just sank as soon as that came on
0: screen yeah dude so good so good it was so well done it was fantastic like i was on the edge of my uh the edge of my seat edge of my seat horror and it was just So fucking well done. And I honestly thought the movie was going to end there. I literally thought, like, this tent scene was the rest of the movie. And I Mm -hmm. thought we were going to get it for, like, the entirety of what was left. So I was, like, waiting for it. And I was, like, super fucking nervous. But it did cut to daytime. And I was kind of shocked. But, like, really interested in seeing what would happen after that. And it just... It's so shitty because then they're, like, trying to get back to the car as fast as they can. And they just end up going in circles and losing daylight and getting stuck. My biggest
1: fear, dude.
0: It sucks. I felt so bad. It's not like
1: I've ever been, like, on a super long hike. Mm-hmm. But, like, that is one of my biggest fears for going on a hike or for going camping. It's just, like, I I have a bad sense of direction anywhere but my hometown. So, like, I know I would get lost, like, so
0: easily. yeah. It's so terrifying. It really is. Um, And every time I go hiking, and we usually just stick, obviously, to, like, main trails. But there may be times where we kind of stray off for a little bit. And when we do, like, I, yeah, it's so scary to think about. Because, like, you can get lost and honestly never come out. It is so scary. And they're lost. And this is, like, life or death at this point because... Like that encounter the night before was honestly one of the most intense things like anybody probably could have ever have been through. Like that was literally honestly one of the probably the most terrifying things I've mm-hmm. ever had to sit through watching a movie. Um, It was fantastic. But like the next morning, Jim is like still fucking destination. What is that fucking show on sci-fi destination wild or something like that. But he's like full on getting every angle of every little thing that he can find. And Kelly is, Understandably annoyed with him at this point. I'm like, dude, like put the camera down, stop taking your time to do things. Like we're losing daylight, like stop fucking dragging ass and let's fucking fucking jog sprint to the fucking vehicle. Like, let's get out of here. Like we cannot waste any time after what happened the night before. But like he finds hair, he picks it up, he's talking to the camera. And I'm like, sir, you are kind of asking for it at this point. Like as I would be sprinting to Train. find my vehicle.
1: You already had a brush with him the night before, which I don't really understand why Bigfoot's reasoning behind, like, reaching in their tent but not snatching a bitch. (laughs) So, I mean, you're already lucky enough to have made it through that. And then you're kind of just, like, taunting them in my eyes.
0: Mm, It's really unsettling. And it gets really creepy for me when, like, the knocking and the hooting happening in the daytime and like they're following them and it's scary because like they're just constantly reminding them that they're there like even if you make it to your car we're here we can but we can just attack you while you're inside your car like we're following you and it's so fucking scary to like think about that and it's also scary because it really kind of puts them like at the top of the food chain in the scenario because like they're taunting them and they're like you know we're here like they're not trying to be sneaky they like to hunt obviously but
1: yeah I wasn't expecting the fucking Bigfoot to act like velociraptors in a fucking pack. They're, like, making their fucking sounds to one another and... It's
0: hilarious. ...fucking
1: being hunted. Uh,
0: And it's so funny when they stop at the creek and the fucking bush just starts growling. So (laughs) funny to me. uh, But, yeah, and then from there, they're pretty much, like, just trying to get back to the car. Again, they lose daylight, and then, as it's pitch black, I mean, they start to hear noises again. They're standing there with, or they're sitting there, standing there. I think they're standing, but they're gripping onto a stick for dear life as, yeah. they, <laughs> as they continue to hear noises. And it's so fucking hilarious. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, they pretty much get attacked. Uh, what happens first, though, is we do see a, a quick frame of like a naked woman. Mm-hmm. And then they get attacked. We never see Bigfoot, we never see the Bigfoot creature. Uh, We just see this crying woman or this naked woman that's there. And to me, that signals that the Bigfoot is carrying around this woman and using her sounds as a way to draw them out, which is really creepy. Uh, And yeah, then they get attacked by a loud growl noise. And yeah, they get drug around. You hear them dying in the distance as so the camera ends up, yeah, you, know, you know, very far away from them. And then it kind of just ends. Uh, so I'm I mean, whooping.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's how it ends.
0: Yeah, they all come out and they all start hooting and hooting at each other. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I don't know how do you feel about the ending. I feel like a lot of the reviews that I was reading on this movie, the ending really kind of, I guess took away some of the impact that was kind of established with the tent scene. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I could tell. I mean, people genuinely like this movie, It's but that was kind of one of the things I saw often. It was like the ending kind of falling a little bit flat. So how do you feel about it?
1: I think it's fun whenever we kind of get like a drag-off scene and there's like, you can hear something in the distance, no matter if it's like celebration or screaming or whatever. I really enjoy that. I do wish we would have gotten to see the Bigfoot creature, just like a quick shot. I don't need like, I don't know. I would have loved like a jump scare, but uh, uh, I think, I don't mind the ending personally. I think it's simple. Good. And it's, it matches the rest of the movie. It's all very simple.
0: Yeah, I agree. And again, like the whole movie feels very uh traditional fan footage. It really mm-hmm. does. It starts with a documentary style. Um No grainy. Each- Effect, yeah, you know? <laughs> no crane effect which is nice uh but yeah definitely like harkens back to uh you know the blood witch project cannibal holocaust things like that they kind of take like a documentary approach to things mm-hmm. um so it's great and then the ending again like you said a classic drag off screen uh this one was the camera but i mean you know we've seen that in found footage quite often i mean paranormal uh paranormal activity as people getting drug a whole bunch uh the wreck movie ends in probably one of the most iconic drag off scenes so you know it just felt very traditional it felt like very almost like a a love letter to you know what we've seen before but kind of putting it in a big foot template you know what i'm saying or like kind of taking the found footage template and inserting bigfoot into it and like i really enjoyed it because honestly that tent scene is such like a standout moment and it really like it pretty much carries the movie on its back so everything else that comes off as maybe simple in its approach feels worth it because that scene is so good and even the ending i don't like i wasn't expecting much um i i don't know i would I was kind of expecting that we wouldn't see a Bigfoot in the ending either. Um, I and mean, maybe, I mean, I mean, what do you do? I guess is probably what they were kind of thinking. Like, we can just give everybody what they say or what they traditionally think is Bigfoot, and just like put a creature like that on screen. Or if they wanted to try to make it slightly different, they would probably hear a lot of complaining from people that it just doesn't look like a Bigfoot, so it's not a Bigfoot movie. Right. Um, so, I understand probably like they're like, yeah, let's just not show them at all. So, I wasn't, and I was kind of vibing with that. Like, I didn't, it didn't bother me too much. I think like just seeing the naked woman was probably more surprising than seeing like an actual Bigfoot. Uh, so, I thought it was really decent. Like you said, who doesn't love like a drag off moment? And all the hooting and hollering at the end was very funny to me. Um, so, I think it's okay. I think obviously the standout moment happens before all of this, but. It's still really unnerving. I mean, again, getting chased in the fucking daylight is scary. I think it's a serviceable ending, if anything.
1: Agreed. How many? What are what should our rating system be this week? How um, many? How many mouth harmonicas?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I give it mm, three and a half.
1: Yeah, she's a solid 3. I probably won't rewatch. Um, but it's not because it's not enjoyable. It's just very simple. I don't think you need to see it twice.
0: <laughs> okay. I I I can see myself watching this again for sure. I can see myself making other people watch this with me. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, and I definitely I see myself coming back to it. Quite honestly, I really did enjoy it. I love a good bigfoot movie. Um, I really loved the approach that they took with this movie. So yeah, three and a half. I really enjoyed it.
1: Sweet. Is there anything else that comes to mind that we need to cover?
0: No, except for that angry man on the road that yells at them and tells them to go back to the fuck off cafe. That was very funny.
1: It felt a little cringe, but it, it, was, it did crack me out.
0: <laughs> oh, I would have been throwing hands. I would have been fucking just started punching him. If he told me to go to the fuck off cafe, I'd be like, okay. And that would just start wailing. I don't give a fuck. I
1: don't give a fuck. Neither did they, honestly, because they just straight up ignored him.
0: They really and on did. their
1: merry way.
0: They just went on to their deaths. But yeah great movie i really enjoyed it and yeah i highly recommend this movie if you've never seen it
1: a hoot a holler and a harmonica
0: uh, okay sorry, where can everybody <laughs> find us
1: you can find us on twitter and instagram at the same handle at slash underscore her underscore pod you can find us on most streaming platforms including apple podcast google podcast Podbean, and spotify you can email us at slash at gmail.com. And thanks for joining us for another week,
0: guys. Stay spooky. Stay spooky, everybody. Bye. Bye.